Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to our Developabilities Podcast episode on employment. This is part two, and I'm really excited to speak with you guys today. For those of you who know me, but for some of you who don't, my name is Eric Stoker, and I'm the Information Specialist for the Utah Developmental Disabilities Council, and we got a great show for you today. So joining me here in the studio with me today is we have is Bryn Peterson with the Division of Services for People with Disabilities here in Utah, and Hillary Gates, who works for the Utah State University's Institute for Disability Research Policy and Practice. And Bryn and Hillary, thank you so much for agreeing to be on our podcast episode for today. We really appreciate it. Glad to be happy, here. Yeah, happy to be here, Bryn, or Eric. And hi, Bryn, too. Sorry. <laughs> it's good to see you guys again. So my first question for you, too, is tell us a little bit about yourself for the viewers at home who don't know you. Tell, tell us a little bit about yourself. Would you like me to go first? Go for okay. it, Bryn. Excellent. So my name is Bryn Peterson. Um, I've been working in the field, in the disability field for about 10 years now. Um, currently, like Eric said, I work for the Division of Services for People with Disabilities uh, as an administrator for the Employment Person-Centered Planning and Inclusion Team. But I think more importantly, uh, in the past, I've, I've been a direct support professional in many different capacities. And most importantly, maybe especially for National Disability Employment Awareness Month as, as a job coach for many years, helping folks to uh, find jobs uh, and really to keep those jobs, to maintain those jobs and have success um, uh, across the board. So that's that's my background. And uh, I have a, Sister Hillary Hayes, I have a similar background to uh, Bryn. Um, I've worked with individuals um, with disabilities for about 10 years as well. Um, and now, as Eric said, I work for Utah State University, um, the Institute for Disability Research Policy and Practice, and I work um, as the Workplace Supports Coordinator for the Center of Employment and Inclusion. And I've been here for about three years, uh, but prior to that, I also worked as a job coach and employment specialist, so working out in the field, you know, boots on the ground, providing services um, to um, individuals, not only with disabilities, uh, but I worked with um, individuals that were transitioning out of homelessness, individuals with um, mental health and substance use diagnoses, um, veterans, refugees, really anyone that needed assist assistance in obtaining and maintaining um, competitive integrated employment. and. Now at uh, Utah State University, I'm in the lucky position of being able to help train other service providers, um, work with individuals in maintaining and obtaining um, that employment. That's awesome, guys. So my next question is, how is your organization helping people with disabilities find jobs? Sure, I can start. So um, the Division of Services for People with Disabilities, sometimes referred to as DSPD, provides home and community-based services to people with disabilities through an excellent network of service provider organizations across the state. Uh, we are also one of many state agencies that are committed to the Employment First initiative, Employment First being those real jobs at real wages, that that should be the priority and the first and preferred outcome, really uh, similar to that definition of competitive integrated employment that Hillary mentioned. Uh, so, um, here at um, the Institute for Disability Research Policy and Practice, um, we offer um, three trainings um, for job coaches and employment specialists. Um, we offer um, the workplace supports training. Um, we also offer the AGER training uh, for supported employment. Um, and then we also 
offer customized employment training. Um, and really by, by you know, providing this quality training um, to, you know, these people that are, you know, supporting individuals um, out in the community, um, our goal is to, um, you know, really, even if indirectly, right, help people, um, you know, find jobs and obtain those and maintain those jobs. Um, so the training that I provide um, is the workplace supports training. Um, so really, uh, my training really focuses around um, job coaching and what job coaches should be doing and what services they can provide to individuals once they've obtained um, employment out in the community. I talk a lot about natural supports, um, you know, and the importance of those. Um, also job analysis and knowing um, what's expected at the job and the employer's expectations and requirements. Um, I teach people how to, you know, train people with the acquisition of new skills. And uh, I go a lot into also accommodations and assistive technology um, that people can utilize um, while out, um, you know, at work in the work site. Um, and also on top of our trainings, um, we offer technical assistance across the entire state um, of Utah. Um, so service providers can come to us and be like, hey, you know, I need assistance with one of my clients. We can work with people one-on-one -on -one, um, and help, you know, work through um, potential workplace issues or barriers people are experiencing. Or also we can provide um, trainings for people, like service providers can come to us and be like, hey, we would like additional training on this topic. Would you be willing to? And we're like, of course. Um, so again, indirectly, we're, um, you know, helping serve the population um, that, the employment specialists and job coaches come to us for assistance with. Sounds like you guys are doing a lot for people with disabilities. That's amazing. So my next question is, what are some supports available after people have obtained employment? Excellent. So um, services for people with disabilities provides long-term services to help each person find and live their vision for a good life. Uh, that's in any area of their life, right? But for work, that means supporting a person before during and after the job to maintain their job and to continue to grow in their career. Uh, maybe a short list of those services are include in-home services to help with basic needs of daily life, whether you're living independently or on your own, supports to fully access the community, including skill building, personal assistance acti and activities. Um, and important for our discussion for today uh, on the job supports, right? Like job coaching and um, job development, other other additional supports to help you maintain uh, that competitive and integrated job and continue to grow, right? Maybe you're moving in your journey from an entry-level job to a, to a new job, right? So um, we do all of that with the help of vocational rehabilitation as that initial support, but we're there for lifelong supports to make sure that folks can maintain that success. And really similarly to, you know, kind of what, you know, Bryn offers, we don't really, you know, provide that funding um, through um, Utah State University, um, but we're there to back up those supports that are provided by, um, you know, uh, the Division of Services for People with Disabilities, as well as vocational rehabilitation. So um, just assisting those supports, like um, maybe, you know, one of their clients is, you know, you know, moving up, they're getting a promotion and, you know, they, you know, want, they may need an accommodation um, in their new position, or they may need help with learning a different way to um, learn a task or how 
to do it productively and effect and efficiently, um, people can come to us and we can be like, oh, these are some of those workplace supports that you know may um, help with your clients. And we can also help people, like point people in the direction of different resources, um, like where to maybe obtain those accommodations um, or like where they can go to maybe, you know, research oh, those accommodations or other workplace supports. Um, and we can also help advocate for um, those workplace supports. So maybe like an employer is a little iffy, like, okay, would this, you know, potential accommodation cause undue hardship? We could go in and do workplace assessments. Um, we can consult on accommodations or any other workplace supports that um, people may need. Eric, I think I think it's important to mention here also that the the providers that I'm referring to and the providers that Hillary's training work with vocational rehabilitation and also the Division of Services for People with Disabilities. So she's training those folks that are on the front lines, helping each person to be successful every day. Nice work, Hillary. That is awesome, guys. So. My last question is, um, what advice would you give to self-advocates who are looking for a job? What advice would you give to them? Oh, I could, um, it, we go in so many different directions, Eric. I think this is a great question. Um, but I think the most important thing I wanna mention is, if you want to work, there's a job out there for you. E everyone can work, no exclusions, right? Many can work with a job coach and many work without a job coach. Um, there are so many different jobs out there. Find one that's connected to your interests also. So it's not, you know, a place where you're just earning money, but work that you enjoy. Um, if you don't know about the different types of jobs, reach out to those who support you to learn more, right? You can reach out to us certainly, but that also includes family and friends to explore options, start a job search, um, and, and, and find out the information, right? The same way anyone does through inter informational interviews for in uh, getting an internship all those different ways um and i think also you know you find that that area that interests you it doesn't feel like work that's an important thing but it's also important to let, let people know what you don't want in a job right things that you might want to avoid or stay away from so if you want a job there's a there's a place for you and there's supports if you need them in many different ways. Yeah, and, and so thanks, Brent. I really just want to echo that everyone is employable. Yes, if you want to work, there is a job out there for you. Like I've, um, it has, it's been quite a while since I've heard this, but I've heard people say, oh no, this person is not employable. And I go, all right, bet, right? Like with the right amount of support, everyone is employable. Um, it's, it's just, if yeah, and those services for people that, you know, want to work are out there. Um, and just to kind of just echo what Bryn said, like take advantage of every opportunity really and try new activities. Like even if it's something, you know, you might not think that you have an interest in, like give it a try. Like keep yourself open, um, you know, by trying lots of new things and having lots of different experiences. And really I think this will help you identify your interests and your strengths. Um, you know, even if, and like even the conditions of where, you know, you're at your best, like, you know, whatever, like, I don't know, I've never met one person where their first job is really what, you know, their career ends up being or what they want to do. Like, I mean, if they have like my first job, I worked as a hostess and I am a terrible hostess and waitress. I quickly learned that, you know, I am back of house staff. Right. And I and that learning that about myself, like I'm not. I, yeah, I did work one on one, but like I'm more behind the scenes like I was 
like when I was job coaching, what I am right now, I'm more behind the scenes, right? And so that I found that out about myself through a job I wasn't necessarily very good at, um, right? And so it's just, you know, you want to try um, a lot of different things. Um, and then, you know, use your network, you know, reach out to people that you know, and then also know you. Um, and, you know, doing these things can help, you know, you know what makes you successful to like, also really think about what environments you strive in. Um, uh, what, you know, think about maybe some potential accommodations you might need. Um, in like I'll say in order for me to do my job right now, I have requested accommodations, right? Um, and so really just like thinking about those, what you might need, also what schedule works best for you. And really like starting a new job is exciting, but it can also be kind of scary too. So make sure that you have, um, you know, people that are to support you. Um, you know, whether it's searching for a job or whether it's when you're starting a new job, like make sure you have someone to talk to about it and like those supports, like whatever those supports may be. Like if I have a bad day, I go and talk to my dog sometime. Uh, that's a support that I have, right? Like, and they listen <laughs> and, uh, you know, like, but like also have the supports like with celebrating your successes or really talking through things that maybe you don't enjoy at work. Like, hey, I tried this out. This isn't for me, um, you know, and, and really just having those supports out there to support you because, yeah, um, it, career exploration is individualized and is different for every single person. There's no one size fits all. I think I think Hillary, maybe we go we can go back and forth too because um, I think the same thing. I'm certainly not uh, in the first job I had uh, truthfully, nor am I in my dream job that I thought I would be in. but I am in a dream job, right? I love the work that I do. And so I wouldn't know that unless I had had multiple experiences and a few failures, you know they they really teach you they really teach you quite a bit. Yeah, I agree. Like, um, I don't know. Like, so, so, like, I like same with Bryn. I really love what I do now. Like, it might not be my dream job, but it. I I love what I do, and I kind of feel like with a good job. This is just kind of how I feel that it should be about at no worse than like seventy percent of the days you have kind of a good time, at least some success, and then like thirty percent of the time you're like today was terrible. And then you go home and you talk to your dogs, right? <laughs> but it's like, I feel like a good, like, you know, if you can get to like that 80, 20 or 70, 30, right? No one's going to be happy and enjoying every single second of their job, right? And learning from those failures, like after I graduated from college, right? I thought like, oh, I know everything. I'm going to change the world. And then I quickly learned like, no, <laughs> like I don't know everything. Um, and I started thinking that, I was going to be a teacher and I quickly learned that that is not what I wanted to do. Now I do teach, but it's different than what I was doing at that point, you know, and it took a lot of career explorations and successes and failures and getting to know myself for, you know, for me to be able to get to a place where I'm pretty comfortable. I'm, I'm going to say I'm at about 80, 20 right now with how happy I am at work. Yeah. The, the number of jobs out there, is as the variety of jobs is as is as different as the number of people who are looking right and so uh, when i started a job search I, I wouldn't have known that in my teenage years right i wouldn't have known 
known those things but the more experience you get the more you kind of know what those ideal conditions would be for you yeah and that's why i think it's really you know not only you know for self-advocates to really try new things and get to know kind of yourself but also you know work with those professionals like those employment specialists that kind of have been out for a while like i wish i had an employment specialist when i was starting working like i think that could have saved me from working like a few jobs that I did not like, right? So I could you know, use a job coach as well, right? right? Yeah, <laughs> I made that joke the other day. I was like, I was like, I wanted him, I wanted a case manager, um, but, <laughs> right? Like, but really, like, like reaching out to those supports, like, um, you know, especially you know, if maybe the traditional job search isn't working for you, um, you know, maybe advocating for a more of a customized employment approach for yourself. Um, so that's, you know, someone um, that can provide those customized employment services is someone that's specifically trained in doing that and that discovery. So, you know, finding, you know, those people that have that experience. So they'll be like, all right, I'm here to help you. Let's help you, you know, find that employment where you're going to be most successful. I agree with all you guys on this one. Well, Brendan Hillary, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedules to be on our podcast today. We really appreciate it. And just a reminder, we have two quick announcements to make. Um, our first announcement is if you're, and I mentioned this in part one of our developability podcast episode, if you're a self-advocate that is working and wants to talk to your legislators, the Utah Developmental Displaced Council is now currently accepting applications for people to serve on their Take Your Legislature project. It is an amazing project. So anyway, so Brent, yep, Brent agrees with me. Sign up and it's a really fun project and you'll have fun with it. And my last announcement is with our partners, the, we at the Utah Developmental Displaced Council have created a website full of resources called ReadyNable that works with employers and job seekers to share employment resources for people with disabilities who want to work and for employers who want to hire, retain, and promote employees with disabilities. By visiting readyenable.utah.gov, you will gain access to free resources and information to help you with your goals. Visit readyenable.utah.gov today. And if you're wondering about the Take Your Should Work, please email please email the count the DD Council at Utah at UDDC at Utah.gov and we will sign you up. So thanks so much for listening for this pod, amazing podcast episode on employment. We really appreciate it. And of course, happy National Display Employment Awareness Month to all you folks out there and good luck to self-advocates who are finding jobs. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great